Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 109 for the week of February 26th, 2018. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. 109, we so fine. Oh, that's right. That's right. The Optional Podcast is a weekly podcast where we discuss the latest in video games and entertainment. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. If you could take one minute to rate and review the podcast as well, that would be amazing. Give us some love. Five stars, five words. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Uh, and yeah, thanks for hanging out with us this week, everyone. Um, shout out to my uh, slightly hungover, deeper baritone voice I like today. It. I like yeah, it. this yeah. is how you know. There are certain episodes I can tell. I'm like, oh, I was definitely <laughs> hungover that day. But it's, it's not bad. It's not like a headache or anything. It's just like groggy. Yeah, it's like my body's not made for this shit. Yeah. Too old for this Too shit. Old rigs. Rigs. What'd you get into last night? Uh, so it was our good friend Zuby's uh, birthday. So shout out to shout her. Shout out to her. I love her. She's uh, one of our. Uh, Good friends. Yeah. Oldest friends in the world. Seriously. She's our, she also doubles as our security. So, uh, yeah. you ever have problems with me? Holler. Holler. Get these hands. <laughs> catch these hands. <laughs> Get her hands. No, she's great. She's also been a huge supporter of the show. So, I know she, we, we know she listens. So, thank you. So, we would like to dedicate this new song to you. Yes. Um, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we went to uh, Kinfolk out here in, in Brooklyn, and yeah. I, I haven't been there. So last time I was actually like at Kinfolk, the uh, like the boutique, the like where they. No, so there's like a bar. Yeah, there's like a bar food area. Yeah, and then there's like a now there's like a club portion, yeah. and it's behind where the like the little boutique is. And I, last time I was at the boutique thing, I think I was like actually shooting an event there. Um, they were still building out that space, so oh. it looks like this really cool, like oh, so it's been a Noah's minute. Ark. Yeah, it's been a yeah, minute. Yeah. I've, I've been since the yeah, club. I haven't been yeah. there for a while. I also don't leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we went there last night. It was actually really nice, despite having to like wait online. Oh, shout out to Kendra too. She oh, she was also there. Guardy, Ray, all of our good friends, the whole and RMP set. yeah, the whole RMP was there. And then um, it was it was nice. It was like really cool space. Um, DJ was hit or miss, but you know, yeah. you, well, what, what do you expect? Fucking Bon Jovi. It was weird at one point. Like the, he, he, I forgot what he played, but we were all getting really, really into it. And then he like r- slowed it the fuck down. <laughs> and then me, I remember like Guardian Ray, like we all looked at each other. We were like, "What? It just happened? Like, why would he do that?" But it was fun though. It was fun. We got to see everybody. Um, shout out to also our our old classmate Diana for throwing Diana a lot of that together, coordinating all that. So it was fun. I got to do that, and of course, I, with that came a, came a few drinks. Um and hence my deeper what, voice. What's the prices like uh, over at Kimfall? It actually wasn't too bad. It, there was also like a private event thing happening that night, which was Ooh. weird. But um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like I paid for two drinks between me and Yang, and it was only like uh, I mean without tip, it was like twenty two bucks or oh, something. So I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they were, I mean they were a little weak, but that's why I started getting beer after that. Um, yeah, word. But what about you, man? What you been up to? Nothing, man. Just fucking working, man. Playing video games. Nice. That's what I fucking do. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV too. Watching uh, this, I've been checking out this new anime uh, called uh, Kakegurui. Okay. It's about. It's on Netflix. It's about um, this private school that um, deals with like gambling, and uh, all the kids. They're mostly like rich kids, but I guess there's some like not so rich kids, um, and they basically bet real money. And they gamble, all sorts of gambling. So you have, like, the, the classics, like, poker and craps and stuff like that. And then you go into, like, the kind of darker side of it. And, like, oh. this is one girl. She plays Russian roulette, like, what? with a loaded gun. And she's, like, the psycho. She's, like, what my favorite character. Fuck? She's crazy. So they have, like, a hierarchy. So they have, like, the student council, and they kind of run everything. They kind of pull the strings. And uh, they have the most money, and they have the backing and everything that they, you know, all the influence. But uh, if you say if you go into debt, say me and you are gambling and you uh, end up going into debt and I'm like, I whip your ass and like gambling and you owe me money now. Um, you're now my pet. And you have to wear <laughs> like you're basically the whole class's pet and you have to just do oh. what everybody says, but especially me. So you wear like this tag that all oh, the girls are cats and the boys are dogs. Sure, of course. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're called uh, mittens and I forgot what the guys are called, but it's like it's really fucked up. It's Damn. like su- it's kind of like super sexualized, but sure. like it's not super egregious like a lot of uh, anime that I've seen. So right. like it it is a little hard to get past some of the stuff. I think I think you mentioned it last week. I think while we were like setting up a breaking down, yeah. like how some of the animations are like super sexual sequences where like people are like orgasming yeah, and like, shit legit like they'll have like real orgasm and it's, <laughs> nice. it's like in the the art is like fantastic that's okay. I, I think that's what i'm really watching it for like just they have this like 
uh, mode, like when they're like really into the gambling and they get this like evil look in their eyes, especially oh. the women, they get this like this evil like I'm about to kick your ass, like, yeah. and it's it's so cool, like the way it switches. Um, huh. Cool. But uh, yeah, I, I would definitely check that out. I've been watching a lot of that, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I gotta check that I out. Like, I'm not a huge like anime person, so I don't know like all the cool shit. Right, like, right. I know the anime awards were like last night, but I missed those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna stream it, but I missed it. But. Yeah, I need to. Um, I've been looking for a new anime to get into. I actually just found out. That I'm super late to the game. I'm, I'm sure I am. I'm like almost sure I am. But there's a new uh, like G Force anime like you know remember there's like a new one uh it looks dope i saw that so i have a, a youtube stream that just like streams like 24 hours of like a, a tv channel in in japan mm-hmm. so me and yang were just like watching it for like 10 minutes just like trying to you know and there was like a couple of things that i would understand like oh i know what that means <laughs> I know that oh i know what that means <laughs> refrigerator yeah <laughs> computer <laughs> uh and they had an ad for the anime and i was like what the fuck is this it looks amazing yeah. so th- apparently it's like it's been out for a while because there's I think twelve episodes, and you can watch them on like the viz dot com uh, site. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out, but I've so. been looking for a new anime to get into, and I think that might be the next one on yeah. top of like you know whatever's on top of that one. Yeah, all your anime heads, let me know what's like some cool shit because I'm really into this one. It, it's a little different, so it's not like super action based like I usually like. like sure. I like the, the fighting, shits. the one punch, yeah, yeah, the one punch mans and the Naruto, yeah, and the, yeah. Like, Dragon Ball Z <laughs> and shit. Yeah, um, so I like all that stuff, but I, you know, I like the subtle stuff too. And sure, the, the, mostly it's all about like kids and private schools. Yeah, it, it, the, the one you're talking about reminds me of Food Wars because there's mm. like the, I don't know if you've ever seen that. But yeah, it's, I've seen. Well, since you mentioned, I didn't you mention it yet, yet last week, so I yeah, like looked it up. It's so time. ridiculous. Like they'll eat like something that the guy cooks, and like the the women like their clothes in like little like dream sequences, like their clothes will fall off, and like they're like having these <laughs> orgasms. Have and, and to be fair, like the guys have the same sequences yeah. where like they're like half nude and like like coming in their pants. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty funny, but um, yeah, let's just jump right into yeah. what we've been playing for the week. Uh, we can start off with Monster Hunter. Yes. I, I dabbled a little bit this week. I got to play with some uh, some fellow GMG uh, friends. Uh, one in particular, uh, my boy Adam from Jalopnik, our car blog. He also plays Monster Hunter, so we, I got to um, help him. We, we had to all kill the Pink Rathian. Mm, nice. So we, we hit up Suji, and Suji joined us. And uh, like we tried it on our own once without Suji because he couldn't join because the online shit is, a, is still a mess. It's still a mess. So, uh, and we got smacked. Like All three <laughs> of us fainted. And then Suji came in. He's doing like triple front flips and like fucking... <laughs> heel kicks and shit and he like he's like yo watch it he's going down everybody get ready he's coming down alright he's dead alright let's go and I'm like damn like it, it makes such a big difference when you have like a veteran on your yeah, team um, for sure but yeah that, that's like the little that I've played this week but I still sort of go back to it every once in a while just to check in and I think right now I'm still like only HR 13 or 12 I'm still like climbing you're, you're almost at end game though like yeah. you're right there I, I just it's just taking me a long time because there's so many other things that I've been playing yeah no it's it's definitely one of those games that you have to kind of be all in for right there's a lot of like you know grinding and you know just uh what do you call that when you uh you keep looting the same monster over and over farming farming yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh yeah that's what i've been doing lately nice um i've I've been playing it like i end up like uh not playing i haven't like played a lot of it but like once everybody kind of goes to bed i just play and i like farm the same um monster over and over i've been like looking for this one gem oh man it's a mess dude <laughs> that's the worst it's a mess it's like a 15 it, percent. it's chance. crazy because like there's this this in-game monster he's one of the um the uh elder dragons and it's uh, a drop from him that's not even a rare drop and i needed to get five of them and it took me oh god over 30 Jesus and he's not like i got the gem four times i don't need that anymore Ugh. and i just need the talon and i was like like get give talon. me the thing get talon. <laughs> and i can't get the fucking the thing or whatever worst. it is i'm like why why is this my life that's monster hunter yeah though. that's 100 percent monster hunter. yeah um but yeah i've been playing with the guys a little bit nice and uh oh this is cool um fuck uh let me see if i can bring it up really quick but there's this youtube video that's helped me a lot um, and they're called Aztec Gaming, I believe it is. Oh, Aztec. Is or no, uh, is it Art? A- no, I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. A R E K K Z Gaming. But they go through uh, Monster Hunter stuff. Yeah, I don't know how to yeah, say yeah. that. But they, they go into like, I they watch go into stuff. details. Yeah, really yeah, good yeah. shit. Yeah. And uh, really detailed and like super, like, they put in layman's terms. Is it Arex? Arex something? Yeah, Arex. Arex, yeah. yeah. Arex, I don't know. Yeah. Probably, but, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I would check it out if you're into Monster Hunter and you're not, like, really getting it. This kind of, like, breaks it down a little bit. 
and it, each video you can look at whatever you want. So uh, definitely check that out. Nice. Yeah, yeah it, it's also been super helpful. Like, I mean, you mentioned it like in the same vein as like a, a your Overwatch. Mm-hmm. It's also cool because like every once in a while a game will come out where it requires you to do some homework on the side. Mm-hmm. And I mean, only if you want to. It's all it's all supplementary. You you can't just like learn it as you go. But it, it, there is sort of a, a nice feeling of like. Again, I always I always bring it back to like budgeting. It's always nice to like plan where you want to go and then execute on that. Like right. even if it's a loose general plan of like, oh, I want to get this weapon, so I'm going to focus on getting this thing, and then it starts to head you down that path. It's just an easier, more focused way of playing the game. Yeah, it was crazy because like they were. There's this one video, and it was he was going through hammer gameplay, and the hammer is very simple, mm. but he was talking about how like I play I main hammer, and he was talking about how you shouldn't do certain uh, combos. And I've been doing that combo thinking I'm getting the best out of my more bang for my buck. And he was like, nah, you can streamline it and get shit. and they were showing like charts and all this like what yeah. it's it's so cool. It's I love that stuff. Yeah. Shit, yeah. And like if you want to take a deeper dive, like you said, you can. You don't yeah. have to, but yeah. it is nice if you want to, you know, get a lot out of this game. Mm. And it teach me a lot about Monster Hunter that I did not know. All these like hidden stats and stuff like that that you never really think about. Sure. I mean sure. it's it's a really difficult game. It's all, so like deep. already, so yeah, yeah. And it's like it gets even deeper. That's cool. So. I'm, I'm definitely gonna look. At, I, I should probably do that myself, just in terms of like getting because I still don't know how to full, fully utilize like the switch axe or not the switch axe the uh, sword and shield. Oh, the, the what's charge, blade. charge blade. Yeah. I, I still don't know how to use it to like its full potential. They just did a new video, a deep dive on nice. that. One, so I, I should look that into out. that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Cool. Uh, what else have you been playing? Um, I checked out this game. Um, called florence it's on the ios it looks so like pretty really cool super cool animation um i don't even know how to describe it it's it's not really a game um Mm. it's kind of like this interactive like kind of movie art (laughs) i don't know art palette um basically you you're following this girl named florence um and it starts off kind of at her job and she's like this young 25 year old who's living in a city uh, I'm gonna say New York. Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> and uh, basically, you're just going through her life, and it kind of goes through like family, a little bit of family stuff, goes into her love life, and that's a, it's it's pretty interesting how like people, a lot of these same things we've all kind of went through, or at least yeah. I have. Like you, you kind of balancing your career and your relationship, and once you get a relationship, and seeing how that kind of like unfolds. And how people kind of grow clo- really close really fast and then grow apart just as fast. Sure, yeah. And it's really interesting. Um, but this game is really cool because, like, they have these really, it seems very simple artwork, but they're so beautiful. It's like these really easily, like, you know, minimal kind of drawn lines. And um, they're really, like, I don't know, it seems like a newspaper kind of. Um, like a comic? Comic. Yeah, but, yeah. But not really. I don't know how to describe it. The art is really cool. But you go you go through each of these slides and, like, say if she's brushing her teeth, it'll show, like, a little toothbrush and you kind of move the toothbrush back and forth. Oh, and cool. then the animation will do, you know, show her brushing her teeth. Or, like, uh, there was one scene they were packing up boxes and you can put stuff in the boxes. You can kind of choose what you want to put up. Oh, and wow. It's really cool. And, and you're playing it on your phone? I'm playing it on your phone. So, um, it's it's like super simple. You can play it with one hand, um, and it says it right in the beginning that um, you should use headphones. And I highly suggest using oh, headphones because the yeah. music is it's a big part of this game. Oh, the nice. music is beautiful. It's very like cello based and or- orchestral. Nice, um, really good. Dorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really cool. I, I, I'm a sucker for the cello, man. Yeah, <laughs> me too. It, it sounds like um, remember that the cartoon Little Bear. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, like, nice. Just relaxing oh, and like yeah. cello's beautiful. Cello's be- fucking I, beautiful. I, I give Yang shit all the time. Cause she's, she's she's a former cello player, mm-hmm. and we always like every time we watch a movie. I'm like, yo, you hear the violins though, <laughs> and she'll be like, yeah, but you hear them cello. So <laughs> we go back and forth. Uh, so yeah, I love a good cello. It's really cool, and um, it's three dollars on the um, app store. Nice. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. Um, it's by the homies at Annapurna. Yo, so shout out um, to them. Yeah, they've been putting out really cool shit. Um, I think it. the the company who actually made the game is called mountain games or something like that okay um it's just really cool it's a small team i think it's like only four or five people Hmm. really dope shit man like i like stuff like this like yeah yeah that not anti-game but like experiences sure sure you know just telling a story oh it looks beautiful yeah yeah Yeah, it's mount it's mountains i think mountains yeah 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 yeah. um and uh yeah, I love games that just kind of tell a story. I've been really into that mode in the last couple of years, you know? Like, yeah. 
um, I, I, I don't know. There's something really cool about that. Like, it doesn't have to be a traditional game where I'm just smacking monsters in the face. Yeah, I mean, I just started playing Bayonetta 1, so this sounds like a nice sort of, like, <laughs> <laughs> nice little antithesis. Yeah, um, it, I don't know. I, I just, I, just, I really dig this game. Um, it's super short. You can probably finish it within an hour. Yeah, not even. Okay. Yeah, it, nice. it, it took me like a train ride and uh, some time at home. But. I think the older I get to, the more I appreciate shorter, like you said, shorter yeah. bite sized experiences. Like, I loved, uh, I mean, Gora Goa took me like maybe like a I two, play that two play sessions. Yeah. That you should really play. Like, that constantly blew my mind. Although I did run into like a, a major like stumbling block where I was mm-hmm. like, I can't complete this. And I had to like put it down for one night and come back to it the next. Uh, but yeah, Annapurna's been on a roll, man. They've been publishing great they shit. They put out good shit, yeah. man. Like, really thoughtful stuff, too. Um, so yeah, I would definitely check that out. It's called Florence. Um, and then the last thing I'm playing um, just came out for a Switch. It's been out for like two years now, but uh, it's called Final Station. Uh, yeah. And it was this uh, train simulator zombie game. <laughs> um, I don't know how else to describe it, but right, right, right. <laughs> it's a very cool game. Um, it's like 8-bit graphics. Yeah. And uh, basically, you're this train conductor, and you have to uh, move cargo um, throughout this like uh, world, whatever. Uh-huh. And the train mechanic is basically you have to um, like say the train is messed up. Right. In some fashion, always. So you have to like manage it, micromanage it while you're like on the next destination to wherever you're going to go next. So um, once you do that, say like you have to cool down the thing, you have to like tap the button, make sure it doesn't overheat, because if it overheats, you'll stop the train and then I'll, that'll halt your system. So while you're doing that, you can also pick up people at each stop. So when you find oh. people, they add to your party. They're either hurt or hungry or both. Not great. So you have to manage their um, thing, and you have a limited supply. So you're constantly, you know, making sure you don't overheat the train. However, like the mini games are, there's like three or four different slots. Like something's always broken. So you have to keep managing that, and you also have to keep your eye on their health bar and their hunger meter. So some people you'll pick up, they'll be bleeding, so they're constantly losing health. So you have to like either prioritize them, or some people are hungry, and once they like start starving, their health will go down. Oh, shit. so it becomes this like juggling act when yeah. you have like four or five people on your train. You're just like, all right, who do I prioritize? Oh, damn. So the objective is to get to the next town, always get to the next town. So <laughs> um, sometimes you have to go like three or four towns with the same people before their their next stop, like whatever it is. It doesn't tell you how long it's going to be. Oh. So like um, if they die within that, you don't get like they give you rewards if you get them safely to the next town. But right. if they die on your train, you just like get nothing. Damn. And you're just like been juggling for no reason, <sighs> and you're just using constantly using supplies. So you'll get food rations when you pick them up in town, uh-huh. um, and you'll get health stuff, and you can craft that kind of. And thing. you have to pick them up. You don't actually have to, but it's one of those things that if you talk to an NPC, you don't have a choice. So once you talk to that NPC. You have either if if there's an option for I mean if they are gonna get on your train they're gonna get on your train. Got it. But if you just like walk past them, you, you just won't yeah. Leave so, them there. But not every NPC is somebody who's you're gonna pick up. So oh, it ends up being like yeah, the picking dice. up everybody because yeah. I want to. You know, some people give you shit, some people give you clues. So um, in each town now it's a different game. So it's a side scroller um, zombie shooter huh. basically, um, and you hmm. have this pistol or shotgun, and you're just like going through um different locations and uh it's cool because they blank out so like when you come up against the door the rest of the screen is black and you can't see into it until you open the door so when you open the door there could be zombies on the other side and you have to like react sure um and that gets a little crazy um sometimes it's like there's layers so you can go up or down so you can you got to be strategic. Like, all right, am I going to check this room? I can tell it's a small room, but sure. it could is be. Is it worth yeah, it? Yeah, is it worth yeah. it? So you got to like move, you know, in that sense. It's pretty cool. Like that I got addicted to it. I played about like three or four hours last night. Nice. Yeah, I was just up. Like it's just um, after my nap, <laughs> like an old man. Um, I was just up for like four hours and I just played. I loved it. I was like, I'm really getting into it. Nice. It gets hard though, man. I'm sure, it, it sounds like it's pretty tough. Tough, dude. That sounds like a game that snowballs into like a huge juggling act. But it, but it's cool because like um, like you said last week, like it, it's a game of chores. 
Oh, you're yeah. just basically Fuck. managing shit. I love that. Like, shit. Yeah, I love that. Like, it's just really cool. So you're like, oh man, I hope I find some fucking um, medical rations. Yeah, you know, yeah. I hope I find food so I can keep this guy so he can give me more bullets or mm-hmm. some shit. Like, it's really, it's really dope. That's um, awesome. I love that stuff. Um, and then there's an overarching weird story about like where you're actually at and what this world is. Oh, like, is it Earth? Shit. Is it not Earth? Is it a train to Busan? Exactly. Shit. Exactly. Um, there's like a I don't know. It's it's crazy. That's it's cool, pretty man. cool, man. I, I would dope. definitely check it out. It was what twenty bucks. Nice. On the, the, the store. You gotta love that, man. The Switch is like bringing that sort of bite sized shit. I remember seeing this game like a, a year or two ago, and uh, I was like, oh, this looks really cool, but I don't, I don't want to play it on my console. Yeah, this, this is like a perfect like train ride game. Word. That sounds like a good train. No pun intended. Yeah, that's actually pretty pretty meta. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. So yeah, at the start of the week this week, uh, the Assassin's Creed Origins Discovery Tour launched, and I actually haven't played Assassin's Creed Origins, but I finally did buy it because mm. it was on sale for like forty bucks through like the terrible UPlay uh, like uh, installer on oh, PC. Right, 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 right. So I, I I bought it just because I was also going to do a video on the Discovery Tour thing, and so I mainly played that. I still haven't played <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins, <laughs> but the Discovery Tour thing is really cool. Have you have you heard about this? Yeah. So it's bas- it, it basically turns the entire game into a museum, so you can walk around and like learn about specific structures and like even people what they did or like pretty much everything like the first way they take you on is like a, a, a sort of walk through alexandria and like how it was you know built and and why it was built there and, and how they like down to like the details of like the, how they outlined you know buildings and roads like the the sort of like before they were built with like flour but then like birds would come and eat the flour so they had to like improvise and like do it another way so really, really and like why they made the streets wide and like this is factual it's all factual oh. so it's based off of their um cool. the research that they did like the super extensive research they did but they also like sort of uh give you a peek behind the curtain sometimes where they'll tell you like uh there'll be like a little icon that says like ubisoft something and then they'll sort of give you a peek into the curtain as, as to like why they decided to like maybe streamline something or maybe exclude something or their version of like the the facts that, that like sort of all have different you know interpretations so they like this is their version of like what it could have looked like mm. or whatever um and like it's really interesting because like I, I mean ancient egypt is in my opinion one of the the most fascinating like ancient civilizations like you know in in history so it's really nice to go even to a place like the the library of alexandria and like see um just like walk through it because it it doesn't exist anymore like just mm. just the front i think exists like just like the front facade right but like you can walk in and i think this exists in the in the, in the core game but like in this mode you basically like activate a thing and then a, a line appears in front of you and you go to like each checkpoint and then you like it activates a thing that like b- gets narrated by a person and says like, you know, well, this is the area where like <laughs> scholars are <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm t- Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, so and then they like you know, talk about what they did there, what happened. Yeah. And it's cool to be inside that library and look at look, look along along the walls full of scrolls that are all like these ancient texts that we now know um, were burnt because of like the, right. uh, Julius Caesar and his dumbass came through and was just like fuck everything, yeah, yeah, we fuck shit up, fuck shit up. So like, and there's always like these the speculation of like how how you know further advanced we would be if that still existed and mm. we, were, we were able to learn from that stuff because we had basically had to like start from scratch. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things that I learned too. Like I I mentioned it in my article, so you can check out the video. Like, I'm shameless plug again. You can check it out on Kotaku. Like I did like a seven minute tour of the of the library. There's a portion in there that said that any book that made its way through the city. Yeah got confiscated and copied and then returned to the person or the copy would get returned to the person i read that so that's like pretty cool like that i I didn't know that that's so cool that's so fascinating it's like what yeah really wanted knowledge yeah they're like give me all your shit yeah i mean ancient egypt is one of those like places that you can't even like logically fathom like how long ago that was right it's like because think about the ancient greeks they were there before the ancient Greeks. Right. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, thousands it's of hard years. to grasp the ancient Greeks. Yeah, and yeah. And then think about a civilization that was already well established right. before they even got there. Right. That's so cool. And it's even so the ancient cool. Greeks write about the ancient Egyptians and what they learned from them. Right, right, and It's right. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, there's parts where you, that you're walking through and there's like a guy doing like an autopsy on a body. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and this guy discovered how like, I don't know, circulation or, or the mm. nervous system. You're like, what? How? Or like you're going through and you see like, oh, this is Pythagoras. And he's like standing in front of a thing like, you know, with his fucking stupid ass yeah. triangle <laughs> and his Pythagorean theorem. And like, you motherfucker, you made me sit yeah, through so the many reason lessons. I have fucking stay after school. And Word, shit. man. Um, <laughs> but it's really cool to actually like see it and like experience it and like walk through the, the halls and stuff 
stuff. And I think it's yeah. like, I mean, as a kid, I would have loved that. I would have oh, loved, man. like, I mean, I used to get like pumped about a CD-ROMs or like with a, the Smithsonian. With the Smith- like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you see like a cheater running in the video. I was like, yo, oh this, it plays God. videos, yo. <laughs> uh, but this is like Scholastic. the next level shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, and it also they they have a standalone version. I think that's available on like PC for twenty bucks. So I can imagine, you know, hopefully schools buying this for their classes and like setting up a projector it's better than a fucking clear sheet yeah word some bullshit that's pretty cool um i'm glad they did something like this which is such a silly game like it was fast and straight yeah exactly (laughs) and and speaking of silly games uh we i got a chance to play some metal gear survive this week and this game is is like it's really really fascinating because there are moments of this game so for those who don't know what metal gear survive is for those of you who have been living under a rock metal gear survive is a it's it takes the engine and uh every like most a lot of like uh mechanics from metal gear 5 uh the phantom pain and it turns it into a sort of wave-based survival survival zombie game um that's the multiplayer mode there is a uh single player mode uh that i also got to check out this week uh mostly through just watching my uh my homie heather play it from kotaku we have we also have a video on the site uh, on youtube and facebook where we played it i i I recommend checking it out if this this game sort of piques your interest because there are moments of the game at least in the single player uh, campaign i guess that um you can call it that. yeah it's weird because you it, it makes you go out on like these little like excursions that you can gather resources and, and and find stuff and then bring it back to your base and then here's the part that i'm really intrigued by because I, I like this kind of stuff it has like a base building mechanic where you have like a grid and you can set up like a research facility for example or you can set up like uh or sort of like that and you can set up like crafting stations and you can you can even like farm potatoes or whatever so um because then you have to manage your hunger your your yeah. health your stamina you also have to manage like when you're out in the field there's like parts that have like this really hazy fog you have to manage your oxygen by like crafting these things that you find it's like really really complex and it's weird because like some of the things are actually pretty decent like some of the actual mechanics are are pretty cool like especially once it gets pretty like heightened then you have to like set up your defenses once you like in the in the video that we made heather got to a point where she um she she she'd activated a teleporter and then she had to immediately set up these defenses because it's just sort of sets off like uh it triggers for all the enemies to come and attack while you wait for the thing to finally boot up and you can get the fuck out okay yeah, yeah so it's kind of fun that like you know she was doing work she was like killing people and but she was mainly trying to find the the element she needed to make oxygen to breathe and that's kind of what inevitably killed her while we were playing is that like because she couldn't breathe and then also affects her stamina so it's like it, it almost feels like it's so close to being something that was like simple and fun but they added w- like Way one too, too many, many things. things yeah it's like you're bleeding you're also broken bone and you can't breathe and you're hungry it's like god damn it stamina as well (laughs) yeah so it's it's a little too much for me but the uh it's weird because it also has like that 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 stigma of it being the first metal gear game without kojima and it sort of it definitely does feel like a cash in type thing where i feel like uh, who knows if it would have been interesting at all if, if konami published a thing that felt like metal gear but it wasn't metal gear branded like would that have felt worse or like mm. I, we, we don't know it's like this weird thing that we're like weird dimension that we're living in but um it, it's it's an interesting game i think that it's i think it's 40 bucks or something like that um the, if, but then there's also like a nice 24 30 <laughs> i might buy that shit. yeah you know like shout out to bo because he was like are you, are you getting it i was like no i'm not getting it he's like if you get it i'll get it i was like no 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 no, <laughs> nah, no man you can't do that no no don't do that uh but it's weird though because it has some like it has that metal gearness to it right but then not but then not because like we were walking at one point we get to a roof and then we find this like dinosaur thing like this like crystal dinosaur thing that's like making its way across the land and we were both like what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now and it, and this is from a game where it's oh, like no. you know the, the ridiculous shit right. happens like we know that that's a, that's a thing where like you're fighting giant robots that have like nuclear and you're fighting li- you're fighting with ladies who breathe through their skin and weird yeah shit, and like, they wear yeah. like thongs and yeah. bikinis and then like you you're fighting a vampire on a, the thing so it's like we get it yeah. i get metal gear how stupid <laughs> it is but it's it's never been like this ridiculous right. where it now it's trying to be like a zombie but it's a, a zombie game but there's monsters like dinosaurs in it. i don't know it's weird um it's something that I definitely don't see myself playing more of just because there's so many other things that I'd rather get into. But I don't know. I, I think I'm not entirely, I, I I personally haven't spent a lot of time with it, but from the, from the, 
bit that I've seen Heather play, like there are some redeeming qualities to it, right. but it's still sort of a mess. And it, it, I mean, it from what I played, played in the beta, I mean, my, like we had some fun. Like, yeah. we, like I had some fun with it. I'm not gonna lie, but I think the the actual gameplay wasn't so fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah. like what you were saying, like the the building and that stuff is really cool, right? But the stabbing monsters to a fence is not all compelling. It's right. not super compelling, I should say. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's such a weird game. Yeah, it's a really weird game. It's real strange. I wonder how it's gonna do. Yeah, I think people are like, I think the good thing is that I mean, for them, is that it does have the Metal Gear name. And that people will probably buy it just because. Right. Just, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. people who maybe don't know or it looks like I'm just a Metal Gear fan and I just want to buy it. But the, I feel like the general consensus, especially that a lot of the comments that we've been seeing in our, on our video and on the post, a lot of them have been like, fuck Konami. Like there is a really like hostility towards Konami. And, yeah. you know, like for, for, all, for all we know, it, it might be, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I... Uh, I just I, mean, I highly recommend checking out our video on it. I think it was a lot of it's, it's always fun to like sit down with Heather and play these games because mm-hmm. like we it, like we both sort of sometimes we'll we'll joke and we'll improvise little like stupid skits or whatever. It's it's pretty fun to watch, but like <laughs> she like punches a wolf at one point and punches a goat. It's this really funny, ridiculous Metal Gear shit. So I think it's worth checking out. That's so good. Um, we also got a chance to check out the Battlefield One Apocalypse DLC. Yeah, we did. Oh shit! Earlier we in the week. Yeah, and it, it was a uh, it was good. I, I think there's like three new maps. We mostly played the conquest mode, although it's like a sort of a variation on conquest, where I think one team starts off with all the conquest points. Assault. Conquest Assault. Conquest yeah. Assault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I I liked in the um, what was it called? Uh, the C one. I forgot what it was. Sar. No, there was like a DLC pack where they included it. I, j- I like I did a video on it and everything. I totally forgot what the, what it was called. But oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was in that one and uh, the Apocalypse DLC one. It sort of has the same thing, but some of the maps aren't. I'm not crazy about because I feel like uh, they're really well suited for snipers. Mm. And I found myself after we played. I played a little bit more afterwards, and I found myself just continuously getting like sniped while like running from point to point. And I'm like, damn, there's. I wish there was a little bit more cover. Or I yeah, can't tell what the solution would be. I find that m- the maps that I truly like love from this game are like the close quarters ones, the ones right. that are built in cities and stuff yeah, like that. Structures, um, yeah, structures and stuff. like where you can actually get cover and move co- from cover to cover because it does support both playstyles. Sure, like if you're not playing sniper, you're kind of asked out. Yeah, you know, in, in these new maps, um, even though they're they're gorgeous, um, they're not like the best ones. They're yeah, not, like my favorite Same. things. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. What what do you think that they can do better in this new uh, new game that's coming out this year, later this year? I don't know. I mean, a part of me would love to see them return to, like, modern combat. Because mm-hmm. I, I do sort of miss the ridiculousness of, like, a Battlefield 3 or 4 even. Of, like, you know, drones and, and yeah. like, lock-on targeting Scopes or tanks, you know, like cooler tanks i want a laser sight yeah yeah, yeah. but but i do like i mean again the shooting in this game just feels so great yeah it's, i mean oh man like there, there was a couple times we were playing on stream also twitch.tv slash the option nyc yeah hello. um yeah you can check out the archive every wednesday uh every wednesday <laughs> eight o'clock uh where i was on a, on, a, on a little tear i was like getting like five or six kill streaks and it feels so good and yeah. like those were the maps of course that had more cover and they had more structures that allowed me to run like and get behind cover whereas the ones that are like farms I have a hard time with where like <laughs> sometimes ranges, I get lucky yeah. where like the tall grass I can just duck down but yeah I'm more of like a mid to close range combat kind of player and like I, I rarely ever snipe and I tried a couple times doing it but I just I just can't get into sniping in, in general but uh yeah I don't know I, I want to give it some more time I want to give it like a fair shake because mm-hmm. I, I love this game so much that I, I want to spend more time with it but I'll probably return to it sometime this week if anything yeah I wish they would just make their like DLC stuff a little closer yeah together yeah you know what i'm saying like i feel like this is late in the game i mean i guess they just want people to continue to buy it and stuff like sure. that but well, this is the last one too for battlefield yeah, one. It's the last one so um so yeah i also i beat dragon quest builders nice i'm probably gonna return to that here and there just because like after the game you can still sort of like calmly build your base without the like added pressure of like the final battles on the on the horizon it's just like now how, just how was that final battle was it hard uh no, because I actually like over prepared for it, so I was like, a, it was easy breezy. 
beautiful cover girl for me. <laughs> I like I built. Remember those walls that I was building? Yeah, I, yeah, I finished yeah. building that whole like Mexican wall around my <laughs> my town. It was beautiful. Uh, and like the Loved the final it. boss couldn't he couldn't touch because like I think the way they want you to play it is to build one and then like set it down while he throws the rock and then like pick it up again and when when he moves follow him set it down. Hilarious. But I built the whole. Yeah, so yeah, I, didn't I have remember. To do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like running after him, like dropping bombs near him. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but now I'm just gonna probably return to it and and just build at my own leisure whenever I get a chance. Just to, like if I want a like good podcast game. Yeah. Um, I also played Moss for PlayStation VR. Oh, cool. So I played like the first thirty minutes of it, and while we were setting up, like shout out to my coworker Chris, like he helped me set up the the VR capture for it because like it was a pain in the ass to figure the recording out, but we eventually got got it, and um. We, you know, after after having done that and like putting on the fucking helmet and like I, I, VR is still so like it's still you can still tell it's like so early. It's still mm. so young because there's so many wires and there's so many like clunky things you have to like put on and, and adjust and like, you know, recenter and make sure that you're in this. It's so like it's such a fucking submarine simulation is how I, like, I always love to, to put it that after we had done that we were like oh, we were already exhausted we were like fine whatever fuck it like boot it up let's just play and i was trying to get into the zone whatever because i was actually re- really excited to play this game because um yeah so then i i put it on we booted up and then like it starts and it's like whimsical and then um like there's a moment where like the like she comes out quill your main character so it's a vr game it's a platformer where you 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 move this little adorable mouse and she has like a shield and sword and you move her around these like little platforms and stuff, but then you, as an observer with a VR headset on, you get to play this reader, quote unquote. It's you, you kind of look like the the uh, what they call like um, uh, no face, or whatever from Spirited Away. Spirited Away, okay, cool. So you look like because at one point you can look down and you see a reflection, and you look exactly like one of those those things. And so you play as one of those, and and you're you you interact with parts of the level, so you can pull things, push things, twist things. Yeah, so you can give her platforms or like you know help her like move her from point to point. So it's really really adorable. And uh, at one point, like this like bird is flying overhead, and she runs for cover, and we're looking around, like we're in the woods. And then Chris goes, "Man, I hate VR, and I'm fucking into this," (laughs) (laughs) or something along those lines. And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I actually agree. Like, I'm I'm not a huge VR person, but this game has so much like heart and like character, Mm. and it's so adorable. What we want to see from VR. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Especially, but it's weird though because it's like you you would think that this is a, a perfect perfectly marketable thing for children. But the VR guidelines for PlayStation VR say that only 12-year-olds 12, 12 and older can play. So I don't know what 12-year-olds are going to be into this. Maybe like those wholesome children. Right. But like, I feel like a little a, bit of kid in them. Yeah. yeah. Or, or they haven't been completely swayed by like the Call of Duty calling me a racial yeah. slur online. <laughs> Um, but I, I will say even as a grown man playing it, I was completely like, oh, because at one point you can like move the controller towards her head and you can like, you know, press the trigger and, and move it back and forth and you like pet her head and her, her ears go flat and her like, she closes her eyes like she's enjoying it. Mm. And it's so freaking adorable. And like the, the narration is cool. It's like a, it, it's told by like a storybook where you flip through the pages and the animation sort of happen within the pages. Mm. So I, I'm not entirely sure how much it is. I, I think it's going to be like. 30 bucks or so i could be wrong but just triple check it does come out this tuesday so it's it's only for playstation yeah i think it's only for psvr which is kind of a shame i would love to see it like like pc yeah on vive or something um but it gives me hope for vr like it's it's nice to like like chris again said on on the video like yeah vr doesn't just have to be like shitty problematic memes or whatever it it can actually be these really nice wholesome experiences which is nice that's good that's a nice little contrast yeah and then speaking of uh wholesome experiences i've also uh, started playing bayonetta on the switch (laughs) oh god so i like i've always been intrigued by this franchise i also find it extremely fascinating that it started off on like the the xbox 360 i think ps3 Mm -hmm. and then nintendo was like nope we'll take that and they made it an exclusive for the wii u and then apparently Bayonetta 2 is like the the better version of the of the the two games and that was an exclusive to the Wii U and uh one of our writers Kirk Hamilton wrote about like how Bayonetta 2 didn't deserve to be buried on the on the Wii U that it's great that it's finally coming to Switch and more right. people can play it and I, I can sort of empathize with that even as an owner of the Wii U I, I never found it's like I'm not going to play that I was never intrigued by yeah. that game but you know taste change after playing like two yakuza games and ridiculousness and shit. also like the switch is a better console yeah for sure and 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 it's i, I don't know it it's i feel like it there's, there's certain games that are a little bit ahead of the curve mm. and it takes a while for everyone else to catch up so i think these are one of those this is one of those games so i started playing bayonetta and i'm actually really really enjoying it and i, I was only 
I was actually only going to play part two, but then uh, shout out to Pito. He reminded me in the Discord that if you buy the um, physical version of Bayonetta 2, you get a download code for the first one. But you pay you pay like 60 bucks, but otherwise you'd pay like 20 for or 30 bucks for Bayonetta 1 and I think like 50 bucks for Bayonetta oh, 2. So, so you might up saving like yeah, 20 bucks 20, or whatever. So, nice. so I was like, you know what? Let me, it's a good excuse to play the first one. So I started playing it and like I started playing with Yang on the couch and like it's so like it's hypersexualized, but it also feels like okay because Yang described it to me. Uh, my girlfriend was like, you know, I don't mind it because it's like she is kicking ass. She's kicking ass, but she's also like owning her sexuality. She's not like she's not like living for the existence of like another guy in the mm. game or like she's not at like trying to impress someone else she's like fucking like there's a, you can there's like a walking animation where like you hold the the, the button down and she like struts yeah. and she's like shooting at the same time and it's fucking <laughs> it's she's like shooting from her heels like it, it's ridiculous shit like at one point she's on a, like a stripper pole and but she's like killing all of these angels and it's it's actually really incredible in terms of like the writing is 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 not great i, yeah. I don't know if, i don't know if part two gets better but i think that's kind of part of the charm is like also seeing that localization of i think the team thinking they have to like to americanize it they have to add a bunch of like curse words and make it real like really gross yeah. and over the top and i'm like i know the japanese version didn't sound like this but um but otherwise like i it's actually a lot of fun the combat reminds me a lot of like something like devil may cry yeah, or like it's, it's definitely in that in that vein which i typically don't love to play but with this game in particular i'm actually really really enjoying it i'm also just enjoying how ugly and ridiculous the the like boss enemy designs are like they're like baby heads that like like with glowing eyes and like uh, wings sprouting out the side and like then like the face will come apart and this is, is real sh- crazy shit bayonet is like a, a demon she's a witch she's a witch from and what i know so far she's her a witch. hair is her costume right right that's so cool it's real fucking cool <laughs> man and like and, and the combat is so satisfying there's like a really i love a good dodge animation mm. and uh this game whenever like they swing at you and you dodge at just the right time it'll activate this like witch time or something and then it slows everything down and then you can sort of beast on them uh and it just feels so good there's like up, you know there's there's upgradable weapons there there's things you can craft and there's like you know, it definitely does feel like an Xbox 360 era game where, like, some of the menu, the UI is gross. Yeah. <laughs> it looks real bad. Um, is it Capcom, right? No, it's Platinum. Platinum, okay. And uh, so it makes me excited to play Part 2 because I hear that's the one that's, like, way better. But so far from Bayonetta, what I've experienced, I'm actually really enjoying it. I also, like, love playing it, like, docked with the Pro Controller because I think that's the way to go. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't wait to play more of it. I think I'm, like, about three hours in. So I definitely have another. I'm like on chapter three or four. You're like evolving. I know as a gamer. Well, I think we both are, right? Yeah, true, like true, we, true. We're, we're definitely stepping outside of our like comfort our comfort zones. zones. Yeah, for and, sure. and this is a game that I probably would have not have played it were it not for Yakuza or mm. I don't know so other games that I found that were not intimidating but like not within my wheelhouse. But then sometimes you, you take a step back and you're like, you know what? I'll I'll play it, and you wind up loving it, which is great. Speaking of Yakuza, I think that's my my most anticipated game right now oh my god have you been seeing all the like screenshots and gifts i've so, seen uh, some videos of like him in a mascot suit <laughs> like body slamming. yo it's crazy i'm like so i want to play this so bad good it's uh, so good i haven't even played like one of them yet but i mean i've seen you play like a nice chunk of it but yo i mean i know good. it's right around the corner but like at least try to play yakuza <laughs> zero man it's so freaking good um but yeah, and then uh, my coworker had told me to watch, to play Yakuza Four. I believe she told me that's the the, the really really good one. Mm. But I watched a video. Remember we watched that GameStop GameSpot video of like the history right, of the Yakuza. History, that right. was really good. That was cool because I didn't know a lot about that stuff, and uh, it was really good to like sort of catch up on a lot of it. Just also just the this, the inside baseball part of it, where like we talked about with Bayonetta, where like the localization stuff they made it extra gruff right, and like yeah. a lot of curse words why are you and, why y'all doing that yeah, do, doing <laughs> fucking bitch yeah like, what whoa the hell? Who's this? <laughs> you don't need to do all that <laughs> uh but yeah I'm, I'm super excited for that game that's so cool yeah All right, cool. Before we jump into the second half of the show, I just want to thank our sponsors, you guys, the listeners. Um, our show is 100% listener supported, so a super special thank oh you to everyone God. donating to our Patreon. Uh, donating to the Patreon means you can uh, help us deliver the show to you guys every Monday morning, uh, which is a huge help. Yeah. Also, mm. we just found out, shout out to Victor for pledging three bucks. Oh. 
Shout out to you, Shout Victor. Shout out to you, bros. Uh, I'm standing up and saluting. Yes. I'm not, but I am. He has an eye patch and a, and a beret <laughs> on. And it looks really good. So cool. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for yeah, that. We appreciate real. it. And it's everyone else who's, who's already been showing love for the show. We, we like you, you guys are the lifeblood. We, we appreciate it. We love you. Yes. And we appreciate you. And we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be saluted, uh, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the optional and just give us whatever you can. Well, I said I'm with the Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So jumping into questions. Uh, if you have questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the-optional.com and we'll read them on the show. You can also hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Josh writes in. It's been a while since we've, we've had a couple questions, so appreciate that. Please mm-hmm. send them our way. Josh writes in, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter and after all the gameplay-related plot of Ancient Forest, I've grown pretty fond of the intricacies of that map, except for the area outside of the north. East camp, messy and confusing as hell. I agree. Um, in comparison, the other maps have taken a longer time to grow on me. My question for you guys is, what's your favorite Monster Hunter World map and why? Mm-hmm. Um, and wait, what's the map? Uh, or, or I guess what's what map, map yeah. in, in what game do you think fondly of and why? Okay, so that's the second question. So first question, what is your favorite Monster Hunter map and why? Uh, my favorite right now is the... Um with the crystal, the coral, coral hill. Is it Highlands? High coral Highlands. Yeah, that's my favorite one too. Um, even though it is pretty like confusing, there is a like pretty clear like bottom, mid, top thing, and mm-hmm. then within those, there's a bunch of like hidden areas, which is super confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up in a spot like you know how like sometimes you you drop into a map and they don't put you in a camp. Yeah, yeah. That happened to me, and I was like, I don't know how to get to you guys. They were like, get up here. And yeah, I was like, I don't how? know. How. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. So I was like walking around the airport like, I don't know where my gate <laughs> terminal is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Actually, I-, I love that map, too. There's a part where there's a lot of like hooks you can swing up mm-hmm. through, and I-, I love doing that. I-, I will always do that, even if I don't have to. Right, I'll yeah, do right, that. Right. But yeah, I just also think that map design is beautiful. Like, I, th- I-, I love maps that are really colorful and like have like coral. Like It's weird to see that like above water and that map specifically also has like these little zip line um fast travel kind of things yeah, yeah um yeah. which are really dope like uh, i i did discover them like the other day i was like oh these were on here the whole time yeah you just like, <laughs> you just, like <laughs> animation yeah, yeah, suck onto that. them uh um, yeah those are really really favorite. good uh and what map in what game do you think fondly of and why oh that's a tough one um let me see let me see. Let me see. I think. Okay. Oh, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, I, I, there's a couple Overwatch maps that I really love. I love um, Anubis. Weirdly mm. enough, I find that one so fun to play attack and defense. I also love King's Row. King's they, there Row was like they, they voted like a they did some thing where they voted. Uh, they had the fans vote for which maps they like. But I like King's Row playing defensively because I love playing Symmetra, and that's like a great map for Symmetra. King's Row always feels like there's there's at least two points where like. We can do this, yeah, guys. Like, if we don't do it here, we got one more. Like that yeah. around that last corner. Yeah, love that corner. It's That's so, like my yeah. favorite, like game, like part of that map. Yeah, if you're playing far, you can swing under. You can go over if you're like, playing someone even else. Even attacking and defending, like that corner is like make a break. Yeah, like, it's so you good. know if you're gonna get it, and it's always like a nice tug of war at the end there. Right. Um, I was gonna say, uh, there's this Call of Duty uh, three had a really cool fucking map that um fuck i can't even think of the name of it is that world at war three no what no modern warfare three so oh, oh, oh got it, got it. modern warfare three not the world call of duty three i don't even think of the other call of duty <laughs> games. i just think of modern warfare is the call of duty for me yeah, yeah. uh modern warfare two two three okay <laughs> yeah one of those two two i don't know whatever one i stopped playing on um but there's the uh, that airport map. I remember oh, fondly, man. fondly playing that fucking. That's a map. good fucking map. Oh man, just like throwing knives like over the top and yeah. just like hoping for a, a, a death. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. You have the like cool little Overwatch perches and like. Yeah. Oh man, I miss those games. Also, uh, shout out to Mario Kart the airport level, Sunshine mm. Airport or whatever, because it takes place, I believe, on um, Mario a uh, Mario Sunshine level oh. is that what it was called mario sunshine yeah well that's the gamekeeper yeah yeah I, first of all i love that game I haven't um, played it. it's really really good Never i think it's played. underrated also the like the father of splatoon yeah <laughs> true any map is splatoon really but but uh what's it called this map in particular oh yeah i've been playing oh splatoon God, too splatoon. as well yeah so, has so many good maps those maps like some of the skater maps that like vert ramps and the stuff vert ramps, genius the uh cargo 
map yeah. is really dope. With that like forklift. Oh, Love that so shit. Good, man. man. Oh man. But yeah. That's a good question. Dude. Uh I've been playing I forgot to mention that. I've been playing a lot of Splatoon too lately. I've been getting back into that. Um I gotta jump back in. Man, that game is good. They added some new maps. Oh, it's so it's my runner up good for last year's game of the year. So Love good. that game. Um all right, cool. Bo writes in Pitch your Nintendo Labo game <laughs> and accompanying cardboard mechanic. Um, I want to do a... Um, I mean, they kind of like hinted that they were going to do this, but basically, I want to do um, Gundam, right? Oh, shit. Or a Gundam-esque game, but G Gundam. So, like, basically, you're playing the pilot, and whatever you do, the Gundam does. Um, that was, like, my favorite Gundam that I, re- I really haven't watched a lot of Gundam, but G Gundam was like the one that kind of got me really into it. Yeah. Um, but basically, they put on these suits and with like however you move, that's what the Gundam does. Oh. And my labo would be like basically just arms. Okay. And you, you're playing arms. So you're playing arms. You're playing arms. <laughs> so it's you arms. Play arms. So I just want to play, play arms. arms. <laughs> but with the added kind of resistance and stuff yeah. of the, you know, you can see your hands move yeah, and like you know yeah, just yeah. like weird little articulation things with your fingers and stuff. Yeah, have you seen a lot of like the new oh, the new things for the Labo? Where like if you, I mean, this is gonna go awfully bad really fast, but you can use the the IR sensor mm-hmm. and like they in the demo they shut off like the hand, and then you can make a map. You can based make a on, map like, terrain and shit. Oh, that's yeah. incredible, so dude! Good. And you, <laughs> you can like you can like sculpt things in real time, so like you can make a track that like winds and has loops and shit. So cool! Can you imagine having that as a kid, man? Like the, like Nintendo's gonna help like raise a generation of architects and stem people where it's going to be like whatever this generation is going to be they're going to be like the smartest motherfuckers ever damn it weirdos but they're going to be mad smart (laughs) they're going to just talk in memes to each other (laughs) but you know whatever whatever we already do that yeah we already do that um i mine would be something so here's my idea you can definitely hook up more than two joy cons to a single switch Mm. i want to do a fucking frankenstein ass shit where there's like six sets of like joy cons like attached to one thing and then make like like you said like a giant gundam or something mm. or maybe like a like a car simulator where like one thing is the is the pedal like the gas another thing is the, like i want i want like the um what was it? steel battalion oh, i want a steel battalion labo thing so Hell like yeah. this is for the adults right like the little kids yeah, yeah have your little motorcycle race shit go shit. fish go fucking take yeah, a picture of your whatever i'm gonna set up in this fucking huge mech or my other simple one was just a, a samurai game where you just slice a bunch of fruit in the air. Maybe, maybe call it something like, I don't know, samurai fruit Samurai something, salad Something like that. I don't know. Like that that, that yeah. definitely doesn't exist. No. Something like that would be That'd dope. That'd be dope. Um, also, like, I I don't know. The Labo really, like, makes me super hyped because I love playing in cardboard boxes as kids. Especially, like, at a younger age, I moved around, like, a little bit. Like, at a, you know, like. A lot at a short amount of time. Right. So I, I we just ha- always have boxes around. Right. So right. I would just be in like, you know, my own world. Yeah. Like yeah. a box. Um, they should make a fucking Olympic bobsled game or some what? shit like that. Curling? Curling. Yo. Genius. Genius. Well, that's good, actually. Like, maybe an Olympic set. So, like, maybe there. I don't know about. I don't know what kind of other sports yeah, in the Olympics you could do. Javelin. Yeah. They, there's a lot of things you can do. We can figure A lot of out. cool shit. Um, all right, cool. So jumping into feeling it, feeling is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh, I'll go. You want to go? Go yeah, for yeah. it. Um, so I um, I came across this artist um, on uh, Twitter. Like someone posted like this guy's the future, and I was like, okay. And I just clicked on one of the videos. I was like, oh shit, I'm digging this. Uh, this guy named uh, Masego. I don't okay. know if you ever heard of him. No. And he's a he's a saxophonist. Saxophonian, yeah, let's go. Yeah, Um, and he kind of does these like jazzy, like R&B tunes, and he like plays the sax, and he also sings and makes beats and really cool shit. And um, I would definitely check it out. I mean, he has um two albums called uh, Loose Thoughts and Tadao. And uh, this is one track that I love from that the one that kind of sparked it all was called Navajo, and then I just kind of discovered him from there. Nice. Um, I didn't discover him, but discovered him from is new to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would definitely check him out if you like like jazz, jazzy hop, man vibes. You know that's all me. Um, really good shit, and he plays the saxophone really good. He's like you, a young dude. How do you spell it again? Uh, M A S E G O. 
Masego. Masego. Okay, um, cool. I would definitely check it out. The track um, Navajo, I would check that out first. Okay, it's cool. It's really, cool. really dope. I'm really definitely going to check it. that out. That's like right up my alley. Yeah. Um, it's cool because like, I, I always look for like new music, and this is I feel like this one I found on my own finally. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Nice, nice. Uh, cool. Mine is a ridiculous suggestion. Um, so, f- full disclosure, I watch a lot of garbage, but I also watch a lot of good garbage. Okay, I was about to say what? Um, but I wouldn't say this is garbage. I think this is just like a very particular style of thing that you either like it or you hate it. Mm. Um, so, th- about a while ago, I mentioned a show that I used to watch on Netflix that I think is returning for a new season very soon called Terrace House, which is essentially real world in Japan. Yes. I really miss the reality show like that and I, th- I know they're trying to come back with like what is it called like Floribama Shore or whatever but like I never liked that version of like the Jersey Shore type yeah. of thing like, I get why it's popular and I, I get why it's ridiculous yeah. but um, I just I miss the just sort of simple plain let's put six people let's in a house let's put people in the house and shit gets real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> word um, so this one so that one was was cool because there's no real pressure to I mean ultimately the goal is to see like if any of them wind up becoming couples mm. but it's it's never like it's never you know put pushed or forced upon them sure there are producers on the show that probably force scenes to happen that's how reality show works unfortunately everyone it's not like a documentary it's it's definitely yeah. set up and and you and know guided along. and produced yeah yeah, yeah. For sure so that one is cool because it's just like real mellow no real like real laid back no pressure heart signal on the other hand which is my feeling it this week oh my God. is completely a knockoff of terrace house but in great Korean fashion, they gamify the fuck out of it. I'm in. So for it. it's it's Terrace House. Like so, it's this one. They have eight people in a house. Uh, they have and they're all fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. They they put them in a house and then there's. Oh, I forgot to mention in Terrace House, there's a panel of people who watch along with the viewers and okay. they're sort of like they just sort of commentate on everything that's happening and who they think is like going to connect with who, whatever, whatever. In Heart Signal, that panel of judges is playing a game. So it becomes like a variety show. So the the people watching like the panel, they have a they have a job to do where each episode they they sort of break down and analyze the scenes as they happen. So like mm-hmm. interactions between the housemates. And then at the end of each episode, they have to decide. So at the end of each episode, each of the, the housemates, they have to decide who they're into. So they say, like, you know, let's say like there was six people in a house, person A likes girl A. Person B likes girl C. Mm-hmm. So they have to like, they have to predict who is liking who and they draw lines if they are correct. And then sometimes there are like variations on it. So they all have to be right. Or sometimes it'll just be like everyone for themselves or they'll split up into teams. Um, it's all dependent on whatever the rules are for that particular episode. If they're right, they all get like a, a gem. Like, and then they like, like get the gem. Hunter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they forge armor. A rare drop. Yeah, so they they get a gem, and then like at the end of the show, supposedly so, like that turns into cash or whatever. Oh. But that's not the real sort right. of lore of the game. The the lore of the game is to just like predict who's liking who and seeing like it's. So, I, I think it's so fascinating. So, so do the people in the house have any inclination of what's what people are betting on or no? No. Oh, okay. So, so the, the way it works is they, they all don't have each other's phone numbers. I think it's three weeks uh, that they're in his house together. So they can't text each other and do shit. Yeah. They probably do shit behind the camera's backs, whatever. Who knows? But uh, the last, last episode, which we just watched, uh, they finally get each other's numbers, and then they have to call each other. So it's, it's a thing of, like, they all go to a location, and they call each other, and, like, some people actually, you know, connect. But then one guy, for example, will get, like, three calls from the girl and he's like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not going to call you back. Like oh, that man. type of thing. So it's like that rejection <laughs> no. thing. Yeah. Play sad music. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then there's like twists and turns where like this one couple you thought were like going to be there the whole time. They wind up falling apart midway because the guy's a complete dickhole. And then like, and you're rooting for the girl. You're like, no, nah, girl, you deserve better. It's just this like complete roller coaster of emotions uh, that me and Yang have been watching from start to finish. And there's actually like two or three episodes post where they have the the, the castmates come with the panel for the first time. They meet for the first time, <laughs> and they I, I think they're just gonna go over like clips and Ooh. and just embarrass them even further. Oh my god, what are you watching this on? Uh, so I'm watching it on a on a site called I think it's called yeah, K. I think it's called like K Show Online or something. I, I I have to look it up. Drop that in the the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really. Fun. 
fucking funny. I have to ask. I have to ask Yang because she ha- she has the uh, she she, puts she, she puts it up. She's the one who sets it up. But man, this this show is so freaking entertaining. And is this it's like so the good. the first season or has this been out for a while? I think it's the first oh, season. Okay, so cool. I think the second season it has to be coming out because it's just such an entertaining show. I don't know yeah. what the ratings were like, but it, it's just so fun to like watch and then it's also just so it's full of cringe but it also be like full of like really cute moments where like you're laughing along with everyone but yeah man it's people in the house stop playing games start getting real (laughs) this is heart signal (laughs) um heart signal is amazing so yeah i definitely recommend checking it out i forget what i think it's called like k show online i forget what it's called yeah we'll figure it yeah we'll figure it out drop that in there for you oh Oh! not yet premature premature um but (laughs) so just to wrap it up um masego uh, artists and heart signal feeling it and we're gonna keep getting real with it <laughs> there you go that's what i'm talking about uh so before we wrap up the show how can the people find you online uh you can catch me at cappy can't lose c-a-p-i-c-a-n-t-l-o-s-e on everything Nice. And I'm at Pauly Mayo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mary. A-Y-O. Pauly Mayo on pretty much everything. Yeah. Hit, hit me up. We'll talk back. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. Don't forget to tune into our weekly stream Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. If you want to see us play. Us. Yeah. We, this week we might play something different. Last week we played Battlefield 1. This week we might play something a little hey, different. We might play something. Who knows what we're going to play. Uh, but if you want, if you have any suggestions, please send them our way. You, you can send those along with any questions or comments to questions at d-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you like the show and want to help keep it going, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash theoptional where you can donate to help us keep these lights on. It helps us fund the show and keep some exclusive to you guys uh thanks once again to victor for donating we really really appreciate yeah, it last man word um and yeah we'll send you an invite to our discord so you can chat with us and our homepage is the optional podcast.com that's where you can also find the show and share it with your friends as always we can be reached on facebook at facebook.com slash the optional nyc and twitter at the optional nyc so until next time everyone peace, peace.